welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Into It. So let's let's talk about Pinterest today because um, Pinterest is kind of a big deal in my life. <laughs> um, no, really, it it is. Let me pull up my notes here because I feel like that's important. Hold your horses. So Pinterest. If you didn't know, Pinterest is what helped me really begin to get a lot of traction um, when it came when it comes to vlogging. It is still my number one most used marketing tool. It is how I generate all of the traffic to my website. It is how I built my email list. It has done a lot for me. And I did not realize that a lot of people weren't really tapped into the power of Pinterest. Why am I making it sound tapped into the power of Pinterest? (laughs) But that's like the best way to put it is a lot of people aren't using Pinterest as a marketing tool or to help grow their online business. And it is honestly one of, I think, a hidden gem. I mean, should I even be talking about it? Like, (laughs) no, really, I want to share this with people because... I think the things that I'm hearing when I when people come to me is that they're tired. They're tired of posting on social media all day. They're tired of commenting. They're tired of messaging people on Facebook Messenger and in the DMs. And I get it. It's exhausting for me too. Even when I get DMs, like I sometimes can't respond to all of them or I just don't have the bandwidth. Um to respond to all of the messages on top of like just being a good friend (laughs) like my phone is not only a tool obviously to connect me with my friends and family but also with you guys and with the listeners of the podcast and the community and all of that and yeah sometimes I feel that way too I'm like I am tired so I don't I can't even imagine the amount of pressure that it can feel like to put out content on Facebook and Instagram every single day and like interact and like just hope that someone is going to be interested in your product or your service. And I know everyone's going to say that they, um, you know, there's people who are successful on Instagram and successful on Facebook and in their Facebook groups. And I think that's amazing. I'm not against that at all. Um, that just wasn't a strategy that I used in the beginning, mostly because I didn't know that it existed. I really went into all of this so blind. And so now my goal is to help teach you and other people that there are options and there are other ways to do this. And I think one of them is definitely Pinterest. So if you guys haven't listened to the episode, oh, I wish I knew the number off the top of my head. I want to say 80. I'm going to put the links down below so you can check it out. Um, it's actually, I think in the last like three months, the most listened to episode um, of the podcast. And it's bas- I basically share with you how I grew my blog and my website to 80,000 views within three months. Yeah, you heard that right. 80,000. If you live in San Diego, where I am from, we have a stadium there called Petco Park. It's a baseball stadium. I think it holds 40,000 people. Let me double check this. Hold on. I've only been to Petco like a couple of times. I'm not really a sports person. Petco Park. 
seating. How many seats are in the... How many seats? How many seats are in... Wow, I really should have done some more research. Sorry. Park. There's 42,000 42, seats. So when I told my dad, hey, dad, um... <laughs> My blog is getting 80,000 views a month on my website. He was like, okay, you do realize that's like two, two, one, two sold out Petco parks. I almost had a panic attack. Actually, I did have a panic, panic attack, like a legit one, because it's kind of terrifying to like quantify that number and like really understand what that looks like and like it freaked me out. I try not to think about it, but that is all because I used Pinterest. I don't tap into like SEO. I'm not some like SEO whiz. I'm not like a techie person. I'm not special. I didn't have a following beforehand or anything like that. I was just a girl who went for it. <laughs> and I think I think that like actually is like a cool thing to hear because I think so many times we hear these success stories and we like always want to be like, oh, well, it's because of X, Y, and Z. For me, it wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't luck. It wasn't because I like knew somebody who knew somebody. It wasn't because I had a following or anything like that. I literally just worked. I just worked. And I think that shows that it's also possible for you and it's possible for other people. But there is a select few where Pinterest is not a great marketing strategy. And I know you're probably like, what? Like if you teach Pinterest and you have courses on Pinterest, like you don't want to alienate groups of people from buying or, you know, looking to purchase your course or to hire you. But here's the thing. For some people, it just simply does not work. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to tell you today when I get my notes back up, still trying to get into the hang of things here, um, who Pinterest is not for. And I get this question a lot where people ask me, is Pinterest really for every niche, niche, however you want to pronounce it? Like, Brie, what if I blog about underwater basket weaving? Is it really for me? Um, yes. So, <laughs> There are over 250 million monthly users on Pinterest. So trust me, there's someone into your niche or into your weird underwater basket weaving CBD brownie recipes like someone someone's searching, someone's looking for it. Um, or my my one, my one. <laughs> what am I trying to say? My thing was, what if I'm not a great writer? Um, because Pinterest does require you, it doesn't require you, but you want to, you know, write blog posts, right? Um, in order to really maximize your usage of Pinterest. And so I was always freaked out about writing because I was like, um, yeah, I didn't get a journalism degree. I don't think I'm naturally talented at writing. I think I got good grades in English, but does that mean that, <laughs> like, I'm a, a a classically professionally trained writer? No. And here's the thing. If you're not a great writer, that's okay. Like, are we trying to, what's that prize called? A pul pulitzer? 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 
Prize. You know what I'm talking about. It's like the writing award. I can't pronounce it. I know I can see it in my head, but I just don't know how to pronounce it. I think you guys know what I mean. But you don't need to write with the intention of winning an award. (laughs) Like, and this is the thing about, I always say about talented is someone can be talent, talented, but work ethic will always supersede talent. You could be talented, but you could be super lazy that you never want to like actually try or anything like that. But so work ethic will always supersede talent. And as long as you have the desire to teach through your writing and provide value to your community, you're on the right track. And my favorite one is what if I'm a dude? Isn't Pinterest for stay at home moms and women? Um, first of all, don't knock a stay at home mom. They have the toughest jobs in the world and they're full of valuable tips and tricks for staying healthy and just everything life stuff. I don't know. Um, But the simple truth is that Pinterest is for whoever wants it to work for them. So we have seen men super successful on Pinterest. And yes, I'm talking about dudes simply because they made it work for them. They figured out how to niche down and create content for dudes that are just like them. So Pinterest really isn't for people who don't want to put in the work because Pinterest takes work, period, the end. There's no way around it unless you have all of the resources available at your fingertips where you can outsource people to write blog posts and to create images and to create your Pinterest schedule and all of the things that go along with having a Pinterest account. So if you're on every other platform like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, what's another one? LinkedIn, Is Google Plus still around? I don't think so. (laughs) So if you're on every other platform, Pinterest might become, adding Pinterest to the mix, it might become overwhelming. Um, But when I first started my blog, I stuck to Pinterest for a year. I didn't promote my blog on any other platform. I had my personal Instagram and my personal Facebook, but I did not talk about my blog because I was like scared to like share it with people that I actually knew. Like I was not anticipating any of this. Like I was like, I'm just going to like write for fun. So it sounds crazy because so many people think that they need to be on every single platform to be successful when in reality, I think it's best to stick to one or two platforms and really master them before expanding or venturing off into other platforms. So if you are on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, like really do your due diligence and start doing like an Excel spreadsheet and like literally breaking it down. Like what is your ROI? Like what platforms are actually bringing you a either revenue or two, like what is it that you're like quantifying by being on those platforms and just figuring out which one is actually benefiting you. And if you're not finding success on any of them, then you really need to like scale it back. And I would really encourage you to to get onto Pinterest because it is more of a search engine than an actual social media platform. If you're looking to blow up quickly, aka get super famous, um, Pinterest probably isn't for you. So again, Pinterest is different from social media. So 
no one is really Pinterest famous. Like they can be like Instagram famous or YouTube famous. So it's not a social platform in the ways that like Instagram or Facebook are where like you're not going to get recognized in the streets or <laughs> the grocery stores or anything like that. So if you're really looking for like quote unquote fame, um, probably not the right platform for you. Um, I would say another group of people who it might not work for are people who don't know who they serve or who their target demographic is. So I think this is really important. This was obviously something that I lacked in the beginning. I kind of just thought like my target demo was going to be, I didn't even know, like I didn't have an idea. And Part of that was because I was strictly just blogging for fun. Now, when I blog, it's because I have an intention. I know who I'm serving. I know what they need to hear in order to get them to the next place in their business. So really understanding what types of content and what the problems are that your target demographic or your audience is having is super, super key. Um, the other group of people that I would say Pinterest isn't for is people who aren't interested in providing valuable content to their community. So I will say this until I am blue in my face. You need to provide value. Provide two to three times the value that you think you need to provide. So people on Pinterest are on Pinterest because they're looking to learn something, right? You go there when you're like looking to find a recipe or you're looking to find an outfit idea or you're looking for coaching ideas or um, social media tips or anything that you're like, you actually are like, you have a problem and you need a solution. You're going on Pinterest to find, right? Like you don't go on Instagram to find solutions to your business problems or how to like find an accountant or how to do your own taxes. That's something that you would either use a search engine for, aka Google, aka Pinterest. So it's really something that people are looking to learn something and you have to be able to provide value. And I would say the last group of people who Pinterest probably isn't for is people who just want to make as much money and as fast as possible. I'm going to copy a Gary V quote here when he talks about business or like a certain play or strategy. He calls it, he says, it's a long game. And Pinterest is a long game. So depending on where you're at in your business, it can take months or years to really get everything in place to where you're generating a consistent income. And so you need to, like, if you're the type of person you're like, I need to pay my rent, like, <laughs> I need to pay my cell phone bill, all of that, which like those are normal adult responsibilities. I get it. No judgment. But blogging and using Pinterest to generate traffic to your website, if you don't have all of the pieces in place, um, may not be the best place to start. Um, again, if you're like looking for like fast, quick cash, just in general, like any business opportunity that presents itself with their leading foot as being, you can make X amount of money in X amount of days, or you can make X amount of money, 
run, Forest, run. It is, <laughs> that is, it's not necessarily a scam, but it's going to eventually fail. Um, I think anything that is really built on the foundation of like how much money you can make and just money in general um, isn't really laying a solid foundation. And I'm not talking about like business coaches or coaches that help you with money and like all of that. That's completely different. I'm talking about these people who are like, you can make $60,000 in 30 days if you just learn this trick. Like, come on, read between the lines. So Pinterest definitely isn't a great place to start if you like really need to get bills paid and all of that. I think it's a great long-term strategy. Like if you're learning Pinterest, applying all of the Pinteresty lessons and all of that um, while you're working your normal, you know, nine to five job that's going to help you pay the bills. That would be the smart way to do it. I didn't do it that way. So don't like follow my lead by any means. Um, This is just a recommendation based on my own mistakes. So Yes, there's going to be a lot of work up front, but if you have all of the systems in place, the payoff, quote unquote, um, can be substantial. So I hope that was helpful. That is all that I've got for you guys today. If you guys are interested in learning more about Pinterest, I like I said, I'm going to put the links for that episode. Um, I want to say it's episode 81, 84, 85. It's pretty recent. I will definitely link it down below so you can just hear some more of my thoughts on Pinterest and how it can really help you in your online business or your coaching business or your healing business. Um, I and all of that. So I'm going to continue to kind of release some more content surrounding Pinterest and blogging in general because I do really, really believe in it so, so much. And if you guys have any questions, you can always reach out to me at info at livingbreely.com. All right. I will talk to you soon. I will see you next week. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.